0: Episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Oh, that didn't.
1: Oh, damaged cans. And then it's always scary to like push your finger through because you're, so you're going to get like I'm, lacerated. I'm very scared that
0: I'm going like <laughs> to like ruin my fingers. Guys,
1: we have um, oh God. damaged cans here. And this is, you know, this is an abomination. It's truly. like swollen.
0: Mm-hmm. And so when we tried to punch it open. Uh, I should have asked for a discount.
1: This is like you bought like a computer and it's dented. It's all awkward. You know, we, this is probably we went through some elevation. Maybe to get here, maybe went through the Rockies because it was you know that's where they make it. It's in the Rockies, right? Yeah. <laughs> or is that BL smoothies?
0: That no, I don't think any of this is made in Colorado.
1: All of this is that's just made Coors. in in some warehouse in the valley. He's currently bashing his beer in order to get it. I'm using and my phone no to bash like, it, is down. it working? Oh, not bad. Okay. I recommend it. I recommend it. Use your phone. Yeah. What's up, bro?
0: Dude, um, how are you? Not much. I'm good, dude. I had some nice event, uh, some things happen. Happy things happen. What
1: are happy things?
0: I shot an 87 again. Oh, you mean, okay. <laughs> He's talking about golf. Personal things, yeah. He's talking about I golf. Shot an, I shot an 87. That's great. But my first nine, best front nine I've ever played, I wow. got shot a 40.
1: And this is a straight up, this is a par, this is a normal par. Normal par, 72. Normal par, 72. par fives and fours mm-hmm. and the whole deal and you shot, an Dog eight, legs. you shot in the 80s i shot a 40 on the front nine whoa you guys he's doing better i big. love that I
0: opened birdie par par par
1: no gimmies no no mulligans no pull it out of the trees i had a
0: breakfast ball my first drive that's fine i'm, I'm cool I with the had breakfast, had breakfast ball. Breakfast balled after and the rest of the game was just clean because so you weren't
1: you weren't you weren't pushing any lies nothing you were hitting no. it out where, where it lay. Then I had two double bogeys, and that was That's, where my,
0: my four over came Right, from. right. But I was like, wow. what the fuck? We were, I was on a serious That's heater. A
1: serious heater. Yeah.
0: Back nine? It was,
1: it, you know, it, some people are back nine people. Some people are front nine people.
0: What it was was is like in baseball, if someone's pitching a no hitter, you can't acknowledge it.
1: No, no, no. The second you become aware that you're doing good is the second that everything starts to go downhill. That's where
0: I was like, okay, I'm going to try to... If I carry this into the back nine, I'm going to hit low 80s. And I was like, that was my thought process. And then I was like, I have to stop doing this.
1: Now, this brings an interesting conversation about golf, right? So, golf has become a a phenomenon the last Mm -hmm. couple of years, especially during COVID. Before, golf was an old man sport. Now, everyone plays golf. And for you, you out like, there,
0: you only played with your dad. Exactly. That was like how I grew up. I played like three times a year with my dad, but my whole life.
1: Right. But what's interesting is I'm sure talking to the broads right now, there's a lot of broads out there who you're probably rolling your eyes right now. I'm like, oh my God, tell me about it. He won't stop golfing. Well, it's, and they're, I would imagine a lot of people are like, what's the deal with this golf thing? Like I used to have a partner and now I don't. Now they just golf.
0: You just, you're, you learn so much about yourself playing golf. Oh, so it's more of a therapy thing. So you should, okay. It really, yeah. I mean, you can't play a good game like out of control. You know what I mean? Right. You have to be like so centered. Yes. And in like doing, it's like you have to think about, you have to be very intentional with what you're trying to do. But then when you, when the moment comes, you have to like do nothing. Right. You You have to to be nothing. You have to be water. You approach it saying, I'm going to do this extraordinary thing. And then when it comes time to it, you just go, like, you say things to yourself, like, there is no ball, there is no me. There is, I am, nothing I am the you become, wind. You become a nihilist. Yeah. And you just, you feel nothing when you, when you hit it and then <laughs> you don't even lift your head to look. You just, you focus just on the connection and it'll just go where it goes. So to give you guys some peace, I, let me, from a, from and a, then you're Euro stepping in, you know? Right. So I am a golfer as
1: well, as well as Grayson is. And I was a golfer before COVID hit. And it's a bummer for me because I used to be able to golf all the time. No problems getting tee times and all that stuff. Now it's hard now it's impossible because everyone's gotten into golf now for you out there who have golfers who are your partner in life i just want to say i'm sorry Mm -hmm. on behalf of all of us it is an addiction it is a problem um now you're probably wondering hey before covid they never liked golf now all of a sudden they're obsessed with golf what is it about golf should we maybe shed some light on like what it is about golf that makes it so addicting
0: yes i'd like to do that
1: Okay, what is it for you? Obviously? For me, it's the perfect combination of all things that you want when it comes to an enjoyable experience: mm-hmm. a bit of competition, mm-hmm. a bit of athle- a bit of athleticism, mm-hmm. leisure. Mm-hmm. You're you're eating, you're hanging out. It's uh, nature. You're mm-hmm. outside, uh, drinking. So you're relaxing. You're having drinks. Companionship. Mm-hmm. You're hanging out with people. You're having a conversation. Like, name another experience that has all that. There's also isolation. Isolation. It's calm. So that's the thing is, it, it, I think it's addicting for people. And I think if you're not a golfer, you don't get it. You're like, that, that's like some shit my grandpa did. Like, what possibly could you want about this? All those things are a part of it. And it's extremely addicting because of that. Whereas if you, let's say, go surfing, you're like, it's, it's highly athletic and you're in nature, but not super communal, depending on what's going on. It's very immersive. You have to get in the water and it's like kind of a lot, you know, Um, any other experience is not, doesn't have this many things that the box ticks. And so it's very addicting. And then if you, and you can kind of start getting a little better at it. And then once you start getting better at it, the experience becomes massively more enjoyable.
0: Well, I think everything heightens because there's extreme highs and lows in golf. Because ultimately, you're competing against yourself at the end of the day.
1: So, But there's another element when you go with the friends. Totally. Where now it's on. Now you're betting. Yeah, it betting becomes is very a whole fun thing. With
0: it. I am always trying to push people to make bets on the course, but they don't ever. Some A lot of my friends don't really want to bet. because dad likes to bet on the golf course.
1: I'll tell you who likes to bet. People who know they'll beat other people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably out with some friends who aren't as good as you and they're like i, I don't know why they want there's don't like
0: bet. two of them who i want to entice into betting but they're like no we're too responsible to do that they only bet when we're like playing poker where they're like they're confident they're more confident yeah but you know becca's dad will, will play he just wants to bet on golf so he'll like he'll he has like all these different betting games he plays with his buddies right. on the course of like um, I forget one, but it's like a point. there's a, there's, a, there's a point based one. Old where guys you get have like,
1: way too many games.
0: You get like 81 points of throughout course. the whole thing, and like strokes reduce your points, and like all it's this. Way stuff. It's way really too You're
1: Like at the end of the day, it's like who wins and who loses. But there's wins a lot money. of
0: aspects. They have like a whole spread for the for the. 18. It's over the top. Anyway, I always that's, that's let's the golf just spiel. throw two bucks a hole on, and we'll just see what happens. I do I can't
1: stand it when people make it all technical. Anyway, that's just just to give you a little bit of like understanding when it comes to the golf thing. Uh it is immersive and weirdly addicting. I remember well, before I ever golfed, I thought it was like some weird old man sport and then my friend took me and it clicked. And so just know that I will say this, if your partner is thinking about getting into golf, Do your best to not let them do it because they will become addicted to it. I can almost guarantee it. It's great
0: for personal growth at the same time. Like I find the the whole process of trying to improve your game of golf is like very meditative and it's very like you, people who are good at golf, no one's just like naturally, like no one just naturally plays very well. Like huh. you'll have people like have like oh like a natural swing like Speak they'll have a yourself, pretty good but shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like <laughs> anyone who's anyone who's like like getting like good numbers pretty consistently right. like mid low 80s like they've put time in. Right. Like serious time. Right. Into and all these aspects. Now
1: here's another thing I will say. Either try to prevent them from golfing or you get into golfing or get into golf with them. Cuz that would be the ultimate. Could you imagine if our partners okay wanted to golf with us. Like if Becca was just like, let's go golf together. If Jess said to me, I've been golfing a ton. I'm pretty good. I want to golf together. Like, listen, Jess is the woman of my dreams, but there is one area that would put her onto a whole nother level. And that is if she golfed. I mean, it would literally see some, a lot of people are like, no, that's my time. No, now you have the ultimate. Okay. To golf Mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. I want to go. Are you kidding me? We can do this now.
0: Let's go to the driving range. We'll oh, get lessons. Oh,
1: here's the ultimate one. You know, because this is the ultimate doghouse. This is the husband doghouse move of the century. You're on vacation. You're in a place where there's nice courses. And just middle of the day, you go, hey, babe, is it cool if I go golf? You're in. You're, it's just like, it's it's a selfish move. Because you're
0: going to go away for five hours. Five
1: hours. But if she was like, hey, let's go golf That together. sounds like a
0: great idea. Unbelievable. I'd love to go so we you.
1: recommend that that's now, a move
0: a real winner here's how you know when you have a real winner and i don't think either me or evan does is when they will um just accompany you and read a book in the golf cart. <laughs> jess Jessica said she
1: wants to do that really yes wow she we haven't done that yet, but she's like i totally come with you golfing she's like i'll sit there read a book hang out drink some drink some becca, seltzers becca i expect more um so i gotta start using that
0: you know i got in trouble she, on the yeah. last episode because we talked about our secret pooping of non-pooping just going in there for some me time
1: oh yeah she didn't know dude she just wait like, what world is she living in where she, she just, does
0: she thinks your poops take 40 minutes she brought it up this morning where she's like i know all about like you're like like not pooping when you say you're pooping thing you're like i listened to I, you're the like episodes. i
1: assumed you knew i was like you're like i'm not that constipated <laughs> i don't know if i said anything i
0: don't know if i said anything
1: at you all. didn't confirm or deny i didn't exactly i was like <laughs> I'm shocked she didn't know. I just did one of those like... She just thought you had like irritable <laughs> bowel syndrome.
0: No, I think she honestly thought I was pooping.
1: Wow. No, Jess knew. Jess has always know. She's just like, I-, I know it doesn't take 37 minutes to poop.
0: <laughs> like I Sometimes, can hear videos. I can hear like... There are rare de- there are rare times though when like you just know you're not done and you just have to sit there.
1: And you're like, babe, I'm sorry. It's just... woof. It's so rare. Well, I'm struggling. But there are, is today. that
0: time. But we like to pretend like it's every time. (laughs) It's
1: definitely not every time. Um, Few and far between. So
0: the other astonishing and amazing thing that happened in my life was I went on both the new Star Wars rides.
1: (sighs) Okay, let's talk about this. You guys, um, we're referring to Disneyland in California, Anaheim. Mm -hmm. There are two Disneyland rides. Uh Um, There is the one that's the Millennium Falcon, and there's the one that is the the Rise of the Rebellion.
0: No, the Millennium Falcon ride is extremely cool. It's okay. But it's just a ride. It's a regular ride. I was I was
1: very unimpressed.
0: I was pretty unimpressed. I was like, wait, this is it? Yeah. It's like you're participating, but you're not really participating. Pressing some buttons. It was fun. It was it was okay. It's like back to the future.
1: Yeah. The line's great. It all looks cool. You could see the Millennium Falcon, all that stuff.
0: Rise Rise of the the Empire.
1: Rise of the Rebellion.
0: Rise of the Rebellion is un. Believable. It's the greatest ride experience I've ever had in my life. Like yes. outside of being a little kid going mm-hmm. to Disneyland for the first time at like five, like four, like three to five years old. This was the best. This was like being that age again. I think I was like eyes popping no, out. it like transfers grinning, you back. Like giddy the whole fucking time.
1: Think about going on that ride when you're twelve. That would be oh, it's ins- especially if all the adults. If
0: all the adults are like, what?
1: you guys this ride isn't even a ride it's a ride within an experience
0: they turn okay you know in in like um Oh my god. In a night at the Roxbury when they're like, what if the whole time you're waiting outside the club? Right. You're in the club. Right. Right. <laughs> That's what this ride it's is. That's actually exactly what the ride it's is. It literally is. The whole time you think you're about to get on the ride, and then you're like, wait, there's I'm not on the ride yet. They turn the line experience into like this whole introduction to the ride. So they start what they do, which is genius, and we're not gonna give it away, but they you're standing in a normal line, and then all of a sudden they take like 50 people from the line. And you're like, oh, like it's going to be like Tower of Terror or something. Where like, or like the Haunted Mansion where all you all just get, get into this like, big hub into, you together. You get into this
1: ship thing and then you think the ship is the ride.
0: Well, yeah. That's what you think you're getting onto it. Like like um, Tower like Tower of Terror where yeah. like, you're all just um, in the room you're going to do drop. something. But then they like, they just like flip the switch where it's like, you think like, oh, we're getting into this bus and like. It's they're just going to open the doors on the other side, but like somehow the thing moves and opens into like a room like you had no clue existed and you're full yeah. blown on the set of Star Wars.
1: You're in... No, you're not on the set of Star Wars. You're in Star yeah, you're
0: Wars. In it, and it's not animatronics. It's like a full cast of People. People. Is through that you're like and there you like and they turn that of like you're being ushered by the empire half the like, ride, through a ship you're like what the
1: fuck half the ride is not even on the ride no it's just it's the getting line. to the ride
0: you're in line and you're freaking out they immerse you in the world of Star Wars uh, here's another like, thing I'll
1: say about it it's the first ride I've ever been on where it doesn't feel like it's actually catered to kids no like every other ride feels like okay. Kids would enjoy this. I feel like, if anything, Amber doesn't get it. Amber's kind of like, oh, that's cool. She likes it. But like, when you're our age, or all, you know, all, like, 20s to 40, and you grew up on Star Wars, it's literally like, oh my god, like, insane. this is this is an adult
0: ride. Like, it's designed for adults to have an experience. The only thing I would say, like, thinking about that, the only thing that disappoints me is that it is the new Star Wars that the cast that we're interacting with isn't like the OG. Sure. That's my only thing. Sure, but it's, yeah. But at some point you got to like, it's very hard yeah. to pick a thing because but you're like, Dude, man,
1: if you guys ever get to go to California Disneyland, you got to go on it's this It's literally
0: like being in the movies.
1: Like it's crazy. It is insane. I couldn't believe it. The first time we went on it, you know, we've all been on rides at Six Flags and Disneyland. And you know, in general, if you're in your thirties at this point, you've been on a lot of roller coasters and rides and whatever. I remember like the first time I went on that like my mind was I remember getting off being like what just happened
0: Dude we were we were literally like laughing like just giggling and laughing the whole time cuz we was were Becca like Was Becca
1: a Star Wars kid? Yeah, she okay. was a
0: massive Star okay, Wars Okay, so kid. that's
1: that's another part of it too is like if you have an emotional connection to Star Wars, it's huge.
0: Becca was big into Star Wars and of all things 1984 the book. Oh, wait, she was really into the book do you know 1984 like two plus two equals five
1: what is well no i don't 1984 is that a sci-fi thing or is that
0: yeah it's kind of sci-fi. oh no i it's don't like a sci-fi future no i don't know george orwell
1: what oh yeah the george orwell book mm-hmm. okay i was thinking but like i was thinking like a tv government. show or something yes 19, okay yes i know the book yes mm-hmm. uh Animal Farm. 19, okay, yes. Oh, I thought you were like 19. I, for some reason, my brain was thinking like Stranger Things or something. I no. was like, is that some. No, got so it. she
0: was like massively into that. Got it. Like had like a club. Got it. Made like 1984 shirts. Oh,
1: wow. She's a little Those bit. Those books are really a amazing and addictive. Nerd.
0: Nerd. Of a bookworm nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Dweeb.
1: Dweeb. That's a good one. Dweeb. Right. Um, What are your overall thoughts on Disneyland? Because did you grow up going
0: to Disneyland? No. I went to Disneyland like a couple of times. I went to Disneyland for like six times in my life before.
1: Okay. We talked about this a little bit before, but yeah. It's interesting because it's like I started to go to Disneyland later because like it was a hot thing when I lived in Orange County because we were so close to it. Yeah. That a lot of the kids, a lot of the like high schoolers and junior hires had passes
0: well yeah you could go and be away from your parents and, and it was just 20 like, minutes
1: away um but it wasn't that crowded back in the day like you could go midweek and it was like get in on every ride no problem disneyland's nuts now like crazy busy did you do the special passes that's yeah. you have to do that yeah if you don't do the thing where you sign up and like you put your name in and then you can go to those rides later mm-hmm. if you don't do that you're in three hour lines
0: That was, we waited in line for an hour and then we had two reservations and then it was our date night. We went there, our passes. Nice. Oh, you guys got passes? Mm Mm-hmm. Sweet. So we've kind of like hacked it. We have our good hack. And then the other thing for me, the absolute must is um, snacks in line.
1: See, real quick, I want to hold something. if I can
0: snack the whole time I'm in line. Can I hold something real quick? Yeah.
1: Up until, you were, you said... I don't like Disneyland unless the kids are there.
0: This is a whole... So now
1: you're on a date night at Disneyland. Can you explain?
0: Becca really likes Disneyland and she has season... She has annual passes for us for this year and she's just really trying hard to make me like Disneyland. Do you feel and, like you've changed? Well, my thing about Disneyland is just the people. I really don't like being around that, that many, many people. Who, okay. Um, so like she planned like a whole itinerary where it was like she was like we're gonna wait in line for one ride Mm. you can get snacks for the line I like how she's talking to you like a child
1: she's like we'll get you the snackies pretty much because I'm like we're going to Disneyland (laughs) you're like we're wasting our date night on Disneyland And she's like,
0: listen, like, I'm getting us, like, lightning passes for the new Star Wars rides. And I'm like, "Oh, the new Star Wars rides. I'm like, well, I do really want to go on the new Star Wars rides. So, um, anyway, so it was like, we waited in line for the Millennium Falcon. And then I was like, meh. But, like, still the set stuff was cool. But, like, since going on that, my whole thought on Disneyland was like... Shifting a bit. Bro, that was the coolest shit ever. Um, and then we went back on like, a, what's it called? The train, the like mine train roller coaster. I don't think I know that one. It's an old, it's like an old oh. classic. What is it? It's You're on a, a mining train through the mountains and it's like a roller coaster. Oh. Uh, Thunder Mountain Railroad. Thunder Mountain
1: Railroad. Yeah. yeah.
0: At nighttime, Thunder Mountain Railroad's see, cool. I
1: haven't been to Disneyland at night in years. That's pretty fun.
0: The Disneyland at night I think is sick because there's all the light, like we yeah. got to see the light parade. And also, all the buildings and all the installations get lit up at night. So, they're all
1: pretty and, and cool. And so,
0: they have like this glow where not all of the plasticky sort of like amusement can't park vibe. You can see it as much. Yeah. They, be, they start to feel more like an immersive like Disney experience in a certain way. I bet the
1: Star Wars Land was pretty cool at night.
0: Pretty sick. Yeah. Because it looks... It's supposed to be dark. Yeah. It's really cool. But then like, you know, all the rides have like these little like light installations and so... I mean, like, at night when you're walking by the water in, like, the downtown Louisiana part. Yeah,
1: and it's all pretty. And it yeah. feels
0: completely different. And they have yeah. all the nature sounds playing, which I think is really funny. That is cool. But the river, like, the water looks way cooler. Yeah. The steamboat looks way cooler. That, is, so that like, is fun. I want to go at night. That stuff's fun. Um, so, I had a very positive experience. I will say what I've always stood by is I find Disneyland as a park immaculately clean
1: unbelievable it's
0: insane the grounds how are there that, that, that many place, people
1: and they keep it clean i don't understand
0: i mean the park is immaculate immaculate, it's perfect all of the gardens all this it's like it's wild
1: any sleeper rides that you like i feel like i love my you know my favorite ride
0: mm.
1: my favorite ride at disneyland is pirates of the caribbean
0: Oh, it's so sick. The That's little, not just, a sleeper. Just
1: sitting on the boat and looking at animatronics. I feel like most people would hate it. I love it.
0: The Haunted Mansion is one of my favorite That's rides. Good. yeah. Just going through the dining room. Um, I'm really excited to go on Peter Pan because I haven't been on Peter Pan in a long time. And the kids are currently obsessed with Peter Pan. So we've been telling them that we're going to go on the Peter Pan ride. So we're gonna I think we're gonna take them at the end of September. Got it. Go on Peter Pan. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Cause I think they're gonna freak out.
1: Yeah. You're in a special time right now, too, because I feel like Ember's six, she loves Disneyland. But I do feel like when you're three, two, you're when you see, you know, Mickey, you lose your mind. You know, because you're like, oh, oh my god, it's actually here you know six you kind of like oh it's cute you know but you start to kind of see behind the curtain a little bit of life
0: we saw when we were there we saw becca and i saw like you can rent people who do like weddings at disneyland there's like packages you can get the um horse and carriage from like cinderella to come and so we saw bride and groom sitting in the in the Uh... carriage thing being pulled by horses and like the park staff come and like tell you not to walk are you thinking about doing that well no we filmed it and showed it to ruth though and she's like oh my gosh like cinderella let them borrow it and we were like yeah isn't that she's like it's so beautiful like all this and then when we came out of one of the rides the light parade was going and who was what the section we saw was peter pan so we filmed like tinkerbell and peter pan and hook and and then you showed it to her they think it's they think it's fully real.
1: Now, were they disappointed that they didn't get to go?
0: Absolutely. Okay. But they were really happy that we were there waving to them. Right. And that made them, you know... They that made it like, work. Holy shit.
1: It's kind of a nice... Like, they're just at that age now where they can kind of like... You can trick them. Mm-hmm. You can be like, we have fun. And then because we had fun, you could just show the video. And you like that, right?
0: Well, it's a trip. Like, the world that they're living in, like, you know... Um, they watch, like, some like things where animals talk. Right and then we were like animals don't talk in real life like just in movies and then they went to like um our nanny's sister's house and she has like tons of birds They're and she them. has talking birds
1: oh parrots and parakeets and stuff like that
0: yeah who like sing along with lyrics and to she's like songs. you lied to me so she's like we went to her sister's house and her bird talks <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was like wait you told me they don't talk i like, literally no, saw like, it i'm just like no like, yeah, i'm not gonna be like you're no, like this it's is just a thing the bird doesn't isn't aware of like what the, like that the words have that much meaning of like and you can't they don't even know they don't even know what the words mean so it's a trick <laughs> <laughs> but the birds like i don't i forget what song it sings but it's like, <laughs> like <a virgin."> no <laughs> it sings madonna they sing some pop song and they put on it and the bird dance bird dances and then they, you know it's got like a slew of sayings it knows how to say
1: so what are your thoughts on lying to your children um depends on what we're lying about okay let's get into this uh santa claus totally fine okay so you are you gonna do the full out like push it as far as you can take it
0: i'm not sure i'm not sure if like i'll pretend to be santa and like have that experience or not you
1: gotta dude i've done it I did it every year or multiple years at least. I, I did shit like where I was like, I was outside in the suit and I was like, you know, I had Jess be like, what's that sound? And all of a sudden I'd go by and I was like,
0: oh my god. I just saw Santa. And she's and like, what, would, you did? i oh, you where sure? Where would you be? What would you guys tell her that you're like working or something? Well, no, I mean, she just thinks
1: I'm in the other room. Anyway, you know, yeah. when you're three, you're not like wonder where he is. You're just kind of like, I just fucking saw Santa. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, you're just like, you just like go around and you just kind of see me through the window. And I went they there. Oh my God. You know what I mean? It's like insane. And then when I, one year I came in when she was really young, like two, I like came into the house and I was like, I'm here to give Ember presents. And I like dropped presents off and walked out a beard and the whole thing. And she's just like, oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? And she was just like super nervous. She was like,
0: hi, what are you Ember?
1: Oh yeah. The whole deal.
0: And you just had the big beard on?
1: I had a big beard, glasses, leather gloves, the whole thing. Fake love you know, it was like yeah. whatever, but like off of Amazon or something, but like epic. And like, it's funny because I think about my childhood and there's like, two there's one two things that really happened when i was a kid that made me like honestly like think i think i had these experiences for like a long time even when i well past when i knew they were fake i just thought it was so visceral to me it was one was santa i was up with my sister you know i'm probably three or four she's six or seven and we hear like footsteps on the roof so i don't know if it what it was creaking i don't know what it was but it, it was christmas eve we heard like douche douche dish, and dish. my sister looked at me like that's santa and I was like, "Oh my god!" To the point now where, like, it, it it's so real that I have to like remind myself that it wasn't actually actually Santa. Yeah. Uh, and another weird one I had was. <laughs> <laughs> this is. <laughs> Are you ready for this one, dude? This one's insane. I. Was convinced uh-huh. for well past when I should have been that the tooth fairy was real because the night I lost my tooth and I was going to get, you know, a quarter for my tooth, I had an v- extremely real dream that the tooth fairy flew into my room, landed on my pillow wearing a one piece and took my, th- my, uh, Tooth. Tooth. And sat there and talked to me in a one-piece bathing suit. Like, I distinctly remember... Hot little she was,
0: tooth i <laughs> No, honestly,
1: she was wearing a one-piece. I remember that. And thinking to myself, like, oh, interesting. Well, look, Disney makes on.
0: Disney makes all these little, like, these little pixies and stuff. They're all like, like, Tinkerbell's smoking They're all hot. cute. You know what she, I mean? And in, the, so, in the Bachelor world, Tinkerbell's a smoke show. Exactly. You know?
1: A smoke show. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember just being like, talking to her, and then she flew off. And... I swear to God, it was like years of like, you can tell me she's not real, but like I had a conversation with her. She wears a one piece, like we she's great. To her. Dude. I'm telling you, one piece. <laughs> it's, it's insane. So funny.
0: Oh, uh, it so, is funny oh. the details that stand out. Like that's like a big, that's a significant aspect Super of the dream is like the detail of the outfit. Um uh, well, yeah, speaking of batch, the Bachelor world, Yes, we do have an episode to discuss.
1: I feel like this episode is like a real stretch in trying to stay positive. Like if you woke up in the morning, <laughs> if you woke up in the morning and you said, I'm going to be positive today, like I'm going to be a light of positivity and then you watch that episode, like you really have to like push past and decide not to get negative with this episode.
0: I think there was some positive stuff to say, to see in this episode. I love that. Let's hear it. Okay. Let's get my, into it. Here's my, my first most favorite part of the episode was that we don't to have time for the rose ceremony. <laughs> it's like Brush over one of the Let's, biggest moments of the show. One of not just the show, but the franchise, the rose ceremony is, is the bachelor Literally. and the bachelorette that is the rose is the symbol of the show and we decided here's what i love we decided to as producers we decided to axe the most distinguishing part of our show um to make room for jesse palmer's virgin mobile plug <laughs> where they spent 12 minutes Talking about Virgin Mobile tours, Ugh. which I think is funny is that we had like how much time during the actual show did they have to promote this? But they wait until like they said, you know, yeah, they, like like the, like when
1: you actually think about all the all the like, there the, was quite a few non-exciting things that happened in this episode, and they chose like the most one of the most foundational things of the they could have cut out like, so many other parts. This is
0: obviously like the in kind like partnership that the show had to use one of the like ships as the like hotel for the cast while they were in Paris. You know what I mean? Right. They were staying on one of their boats. You could have used that to have them do a bunch of activities on the boat. Yeah. And showcased the yacht exp- like, you know, the cruise experience when you're filming and have them do stuff like on the, but no, we're going to do that in the mentel all. And we're going to cut the actual episode of The Bachelor, like story progression, short and just tell you that in the rose ceremony, everyone got picked. Hooray. And we're just going to breeze over it. And instead, we're all just going to watch a giant commercial led by... It's Jesse Palmer's grit, biggest moment of the half, whole season. Half of the episode was a commercial. Yeah, but I did thoroughly enjoy it. I mean, everyone looked like they were having a party. Let's the start audience with, was freaking out. Let's when start they told with the champagne thing
1: weird can can we even i can can someone explain to me because i haven't put any work into this what the app even is I, he presses a button and then servers come out and serve champagne so what was he even promoting the way i
0: imagine it is that that's a feature on the on the cruise oh so if you're on the cruise you and can and press you that pay, button and someone will my serve guess is it's a champagne a to your package, room or wherever you happen to be on the boat right you can get it delivered to you yeah
1: which specific, specific, like, like you're promoting an app that you have to only use when you pay for a cruise. Like that's way too specific. of but a. But everyone
0: got a free cruise. Now let's get into that. This was his Oprah moment.
1: It was his Oprah moment, right? He loved it. <laughs> he loved it. Dude, Jesse Palmer, this, this should have been Jesse Palmer's, this should have been Jesse Palmer's moments plus Men Tell All, because yeah. Jesse was just like, A everything was just like, and, oh my God. Yeah. but the most, I think the most brutal moment for me was last week, they previewed it, and he uh-huh. goes, in this Men All, all your lives are going to be changed. Tune in for next week. Oh, yeah. And then in this one, he goes, are you guys ready for something that's about to happen that's going to change everyone's lives forever? And then he gives everybody a cruise. It's like, I have two problems with it. Number one is not life changing. Number two, it's only life changing for the people in the studio. Yeah.
0: I my life wasn't changed. So the millions of people watching aren't nothing's happening to their lives. They're all thinking and talking about Virgin Mobile cruises, though.
1: I will say, I guess they got a lot of promotion out of it. Look
0: at we're promoting it right now. And I'm, I'm not even shitting I'm not on it. getting a
1: cruise. <laughs> i'm shitting on it i didn't like the fact that it was like like i get it the franchise always does this thing where they go this will be the most amazing thing that you'll ever see next week i get that and it never is but it, i get it my problem was like it was an ad for a company
0: that sponsors a maybe, show it was just like bro maybe this was they like, realized low. maybe they realized the episode was just so bad and boring they were like that they it. had to not show all of it, and instead give everyone a free cruise. Oh, they were to like, make "This is going to be a
1: dud one, so let's just use this as our ad show."
0: Now, the their men tell all. Though there was some nice tension There's before some it diffused. Rory really showed up. Oh, I mean, Ro- Roby. Roby really showed up for Roby, me. Roby. R- <laughs> Roby came out of nowhere. My the man of the hour with a new look, new look, spicy new Harry new, Potter look, new look, new Roby, dude. This guy had he had attitude. Malfoy, literally, he was straight up Draco Malfoy. Draco Malfoy, magic. He was. Oh, a, and he's magic, and he's I, a magic. I nailed man. It.
1: Draco Malfoy showed up. He's a Draco magic. Roby Malfoy. Malfoy, the magic, and man. you know. He said that when he's like got his hair done. He's like, yeah, I'm thinking Draco Malfoy. And the guy's like, what? He's Dude, like, so it oh, was whatever. interesting
0: though. I went on his Instagram because I was like, what is this fool like actually like? Because he was so nervous on the show. And yeah, because he was so,
1: like, sweet and nervous and, and like, then in not this, whatever like, this one was. He's
0: like, let me talk. Let me talk. Like, you could just shut the fuck up right now. He's and swearing you're like, at people, calling what? people out. And he was like, what? And I love that someone was like, wait, why are you commenting on everything? You were in the house for, like, four hours.
1: It was funny because he goes, he's literally calling everyone out. Yeah. He's calling everybody, up, going, you should have known, you know, this, that, the other. You need what to you step thinking? up, be a man, and fuck. He was like, he loved the F-word too. Yeah. He was dropping F bombs like crazy. And he's just like, you need to step up and this and that. And you need to like, what is it? What do you choose? What do you choose? And to the point where like people who actually were on his side technically were like, yo, Roby, chill, dude. Like you were there for like two days. Like not even. They were like, you were there for the afternoon. Why are you even who are you? you- <laughs> what made me laugh was thinking he was coming into this show thinking i'm gonna make a moment for myself i didn't really do it last time i got kicked off too quick i was too nice i'm gonna like i'm gonna change the hair i'm gonna i'm gonna be aggressive and kind of like spark it up he tried and got shut down immediately he was close close. if he would have kept pushing he could have done it, but he, he's like, I'm going I'm to have a moment. I'm going to be the bad guy on this one. And he got just he absolutely dropped so
0: fast. Because he, he, he got too big for too his britches. He got too aggressive. He took too many openings. He should have just slowly ramped up. For a moment there, though, it was really just Jesse and Roby. And mm-hmm. it was really, I was really <laughs> loving it. I was like, I was freaking out inside. I was like jumping out of my skin because it was so cringy. But I was like, "Thank God for Roby, because this is so much fun." I'm like, (sighs) he was really taking command. He was (laughs) he was
1: so aggressive too. He was the epitome of someone who's trying to be aggressive and it it doesn't come natural to them because he's just like, "You need to." And everybody's like, "Whoa, what what is happening?"
0: But I I also like there at the end when the girls saw his hair and they're like, "Oh my god!" And he's like, "Oh, would you have kept me on if I was blonde?" And Rachel's like, no. And Gabby's she's like, like yep. yeah. And he's like, and she's like, I'm just kidding. Because like, he's
1: like, really? Poor guy. I he's know. just way out of his depth.
0: Okay, but so I went on his Instagram and his Instagram shows like a totally different person. Not just the blonde hair, not the, just that there's hardly any pictures of him with blonde hair on it. But there's like this totally other persona that seems to be there. And I found out he went to Princeton. Which wow. like,
1: but what do you mean by other persona? As in, like he's the nice guy we saw in the beginning. He seems like a
0: bad boy.
1: Oh wow, yeah. Maybe since the show, he's kind of trying to push the bad. No, boy. Wow. it seems
0: like pretty consistent. There's like a slight, like there's like a very sardonic humor, and he seems just like a like a bad boy magic guy. Whoa, magic man.
1: He's like, I'm gonna steal your heart, baby.
0: Magic man, mummy
1: yeah he was insane it was wild maybe he was so so here's the question then
0: what i didn't see though was the meatball they teased meatball pouring you didn't see it sauce all over his head no i i think i think becca didn't pause it what happened did he fight somebody no No. he just got up there and poured meat sauce we can get it we
1: can get to that point it's toward the end but real quick with roby here's the question is he playing nice guy or playing bad boy which role is he playing? Was his natural state in the show or was his natural state post show Men Tell all? This okay. is the Roby this is a Roby conundrum.
0: It is a little bit of a Roby conundrum. I think it's closer to the post show, except that he was just pushing too hard. Because I think he's in a room full of a bunch of guys he really doesn't like.
1: Um oh. Well, let's I mean like the Avon date was good.
0: The Avon date was good.
1: I felt like Tino's parents should have taken should have taken a card out of Avon's parents' book, which was like, "We have concerns. Let's voice our ideas, but let's also be accepting and kind."
0: His dad did. His dad was like great. Perfect. He asked
1: some great questions, and at the end, he said, "You know what? And you love her. We accept her into our, into our family." Where Tino's parents were like trying to prove some sort of weird point. Versus, so I, I felt like it was awesome. It was like a real. You know, when you see parents that like have concerns and they really care about their kid, but they also like support their kid. It was like, that was exactly how you should do
0: My it. My favorite part of it was when Rachel was like, look, I'm really nervous to meet your parents. And he's like, there's nothing to be nervous about. And she's like, I thought, you know, they're talking about the rejection. He's like, well, <laughs> yeah, like funny. there's never been one where like both parents have accepted her. <laughs> like always one of them has like never liked her. Right. But they've never met someone at the same time. So this is actually the first time that's yeah. ever going to happen. Cause also, they haven't been in the same
1: room in like a like, decade. Yeah. I like, also I think shit. it's the,
0: the first time they've been in the same room since he graduated college, like six <laughs> years like, earlier.
1: So he's walking in. So and she's so walking into like some like strife. She,
0: he's like trying to get her to not be nervous. And he's like, yeah, like I actually really didn't consider that. Like that's massive. That's huge for me. <laughs> like, and she's like standing there like, uh, fresh off a of tino, like, like trying not buzzing. to be traumatized. Yeah. And he's like, no, there's like nothing to be worried about. This is no big deal. But also like, there's all these like first time factors like this is actually this is massive, but like don't worry about it. It should be it's,
1: fine, even though they've never accepted someone before and they they never hang out together. And it's really
0: special and important to me on like multiple levels. But like that's, you know, don't worry about that. This is really like it's no big deal.
1: Yeah. And Rachel's funny because she definitely wears her like, You know, I will say it was something that was really funny and this this made me laugh and also was like. I had like a, not a critique, but I was like, how come there's no strategy here? My whole thing is like, you're going to get one question every single house you go to. And the question's always the same. One of the parents goes, so what about my son do you really like?
0: Oh my what, gosh. And, 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 I'm so and, sick of that question. It, but
1: no, but I'm saying, but whether it's a good question or not is meaningless. What is important is that you got to come up with an answer. Like know what you're going to say. I just... But no, she. This
0: is what She's she goes. She's just so open. No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. That's that's better. That's a better answer. What she killed me. She goes. He goes. So what about my son? Like personally, means a lot to you. And wh- what sticks out? And she goes. You know, I, I I like him so much, and the things I like about him can't really be described. Like <laughs> that, that answer killed me, because it's almost like saying like if you're in a job interview and they're like, what are you good at? You're like. Mm. <coughs> my skills are more ideal, you know, they're conceptual skills, and you're just kind of like, what? Like, I'm like, Rachel, how have you not come up with just even just kind of a line at this point where you're like, oh, well, he's a generous person, and his willingness to be open when times are, t- like, just have a line, but just to go in and go, you know, his, his attributes are Truly
0: undescribable. Well, he's very agreeable. <laughs> I can tell me. you there's very few things I bring up that he's not absolutely <laughs> in love with,
1: yeah, just killed. Me. Just like it's, it's, it's indescribable.
0: You know what I think saved her was when the dad was asking her about her, like commitment. And she was like, if I had to tell you like right now, like, no, I'm not 100%. It was, it was honest. Yeah. And he, she was like, but I could see us getting there. Yeah. And he was like, this is going to be just fine. Like, it, you're not completely yeah. lost in this. It was the epitome I think That's of- all the parents really want to hear is like, no, I'm not like, I'm not ready to get married to him today, but your son is amazing. And I could see myself having a future with him but we need to develop it further Then mm. all these parents are like, wow, that's actually like a lot. That sounds very logical. It's an honest answer. Yeah. And so they like let things go because you're like praising their child and they're like, you know, but it's not happening today. It's like, okay. Cause I think a lot of parents are like forgetting that there's more time to spend.
1: Yeah, it's true. And they
0: feel like the engagement's happening like right then and there.
1: Not much two weeks
0: yeah but still there's more there's more shit to go down yeah and they just like that's what that's at least the feeling i always get is like they're giving their consent for them to get married like tomorrow
1: right i like the honesty there i liked when she kind of just was like now it's interesting i wonder if that was just more of an admission to being like he's not a front runner
0: I was wondering the same thing. You know what I mean? Like
1: with Tino, where she clearly has a problem with his family, but like other than that, she clearly is like, seems to be massively infatuated with him. Like if the mom and dad
0: asked that same question, would she be like, I'm ready? Well, also I know, right? Also, Avon said, who is my choice, by the way. Yeah. Avon's great. Avon said um, that he is falling in love with her. And instead of saying that she was falling in love with Avon, she was like, you have no that idea how much lot. that means to yeah. me. Yeah.
1: By the way, both our picks are
0: still in. It's true. Yours was Tino, right, Eric? Eric. I can't believe that. So, I thought with that haircut, he would have been out so early. No, I think
1: that the haircut's actually the key. He's mm-hmm. fun, you know. This is mm-hmm. risky.
0: I hate that.
1: <laughs> um. Okay, so the Avon date happens. Um. Dude, how funny, by the way, on that date was that like, you know, that like love magic Lady, oh my gosh, and Dude. she's like, How you doing? You it's just, like, she's <laughs> She was just like, I you
0: were like, There's nothing in this episode. I'm like, Dude, I actually yeah, honestly, I, to be honest, now that we're kind of coming in, that she was just
1: like, well, How you doing? I'm from she's, New York. How now, you doing? It was you just
0: gotta follow your hot. Yeah, I literally <laughs> wrote
1: down, Follow your hot. It was just <laughs> hat, like, You, hey, it's yeah, a deal, you gotta follow your hat. This the deal, okay? <laughs> a bada boom, bada boom okay <laughs> get your ass in here get your bang boom you wanna, like you, it was literally <laughs> like her accent was so new york thick that like it's listen you follow you <laughs> it's bought it's massachusetts baby oh was it it wasn't new york it no, was more Massachusetts it's salem massachusetts
0: they're in oh, yeah. salem where the witch trials were so that's so, why they were seeing a witch. Right. But she's like, You my- want me to take you in the back and do a love poke and do a lo- uh, love spell? It's funny. My brain was just connecting to like a New York accent, just but I guess now so that I'm thinking about it. I wasn't even thinking about that. Just like so many cigarettes, and she was like, Yeah, I can do this. I got this. I was, like, it was so funny. And then Boston, Boston mass. Dude, what I love though is like Rachel had clearly like she was like. Holy shit! Like this it's woman's just, an this actual witch. like, were, like, I like doing- Come on
1: back." <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, <laughs> I got a fucking pentagram
0: table. Rachel, you need more. <laughs> you need more out of this guy. Am I right? Like every woman ever out of like the guy, they went. They're like, "Yeah, yeah, I want more emotional. I want more emotion from him." It's like it's pretty safe probably a pretty safe guess and then she takes some like powder and just like yeah. sprays it on the like flame she, in the it's like wood dust yeah it was she,
1: more it was more just she, like when you think of a witch or someone in that line of work you think of like greetings come on come in come in you know what i mean you think of this like like Not like, fucking Not like, fucking DMV, <laughs> like a dmv worker Not like like like, a
0: fucking, how you fucking doing come on you in don't think of like the reception lady from monsters inc <laughs> who's like mike wazowski <laughs> well by the way did you see it had a pentagram
1: on it like that was like a heavy metal yes. table and also you know it was brutal hey i love that the
0: bachelor though you they know they they covered up the pentagram they covered all no the- I saw it they covered it up oh, with all during, the candles yes, and yes. shit and then she bumped into it and broke all this shit that they put on top
1: of it well then- did you hear the the fake like sound they superimposed like the table fell and the sound that they superimposed was <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, it was like everything. And like, then you look at the table; it's not even broken. Nothing broke. Yeah, it but was there was like, like candles and stuff. Yeah, they they, they made just, it.
1: They made it sound like the whole table shattered oh, it was so into an oblivion. Funny,
0: Follow your hat. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: is a merch. Follow, Follow. y a Hat. Just yeah. H a a a a a t.
0: H a r t your heart. It's
1: your heart,
0: <laughs> dude. Hayden wasn't there. Devastating. Uh, there was a guy dressed as Rambo
1: was in
0: the audience. I thought, you know what I thought was weird is just like how out of control the guys went on the Hayden situation when they were like, when they were doing like the free Rambo situation. Yeah. Like, they like took it, they just went a step too far. This isn't to defend Hayden. I just like, I am, I don't know. Like we don't need to make a bigger deal. Like he sunk himself so bad. You don't need to like, like your opportunity to be seen on men Tell all doesn't yeah. need to be just like taking the easy shot for me it was also more about
1: the dog it was like free rambo it was it, like
0: what does rambo have to do with anything? yeah like
1: for me it was like that's a sad story that there's a doggy out there that has like issue you know i'm like oh that's sad but like let's focus just more on the fact that hayden said some shit that was lame I don't think we need to bring the like dog no, also into this.
0: like his dog probably had a great life hayden probably hated humans where like you know even if he has like a thing against women he sounds like he really liked his dog
1: <laughs> it was just a weird like thing to talk about the dog i'm just know, pointing just... it out Is like yeah. for me
0: it's like it's not really i don't know i was just i'm with you of like the dog is like they don't it, the two are separate items it's completely here completely separate i don't think we need to bring the dog into this i don't think so
1: either um But, and it was also one of those things too of like, I felt like a little bit with the drama of Hayden is like, it was an asshole move, but I also felt like it was not interesting if he's not there to have like a dialogue about it. Like I wanted like the ladies to like go off on him. I wanted Rachel to like call him out and I wanted that like interaction so the fact that like he wasn't there made it very like weird that they were just like multiple people were just talking about him and almost just repeating what we all felt and knew and saw. It just didn't feel like anything new happened That's because of it. That's my issue with it. Is so like, I, was like, I'm like, I wanted it's the like
0: drama of it. They're cheap shots. They're not like, nothing you're saying is interesting. Um, nothing was new. No new takes on it. What I did like was what's the blonde guy with the ponytail who's like kind of a... I think he's kind of a dingus. Jacob? Um, no, no. Yeah, Jacob. Jacob. Um, I really liked Roby being like, I don't really have, like, I thought you were very direct in what you said. You were just kind of an asshole. That was Roby's, he's oh, like, that was
1: Roby's ob- opening line, yeah. by the way. <laughs> you're kind wild. of wild.
0: You are kind of a dick or whatever he no, said. No, he said asshole. Oh, he said asshole. He yeah, said, but no, I, was I like, know what you're saying, but you did it in like an asshole way. It was like, yeah, that's kind of like, that's the whole issue is like, he was just direct and upfront. He was just, an asshole one thing for me was like i don't the tears for me i'm like oh at the I end bet the met like i bet the messages he got for like from all of that were like probably really affected him and but i was like i he probably was traumatized
1: by like bad, that's what i like, the fact that like he got wrecked and he probably had no online presence he really before. needed
0: and he had to create that opening for himself because he really didn't like get the jesse didn't give him an opening for that
1: no, but I did like, I did feel like, yeah, the tears could have been forced or whatever, but I do feel like he handled it as best as you could handle. Totally. it. Totally. Like, he, he literally went right for it right away. He said, I messed up. I'm embarrassed. I shouldn't have done that. I'm learning. I'm so sorry. He didn't try to go, well, you, or well, he just, he just went all the way, who, apologies. And I think because of that, he won it over. Like, he was... Who
0: bothered me was Lo- um, Logan did really well after the very first thing he said because the first thing he said was they were jesse was like teasing and he's like oh like what were the best parts for you of dating two girls and logan's like the lessons i learned
1: (laughs) it's a little it's a little
0: pandering yeah like okay okay logan the lessons you learned it was a little pandering are you a better guy for going through this process too classic. It's
1: it's like very like obvious answer. I was not not
0: into that. But the rest of his stuff I thought he defended really well. Like when everyone was trying to get on his case about the situation, he's like, look, like if I'm seriously considering the woman that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, I don't want to have any doubts and that's what I did. So like maybe it wasn't handled right, but whatever. And I just kind of dug that and everyone else, everyone's like, yeah, okay, okay.
1: Yeah, and it was tough too because it was like the guys who were the most mad with him with the guys that got kicked off the same week he got stayed, he got, he stayed on. So they were like, we could have stayed if you wouldn't have been there. And it's like, I understand people's anger with Logan. And I think it's valid to some extent. And I think his point of being like, wow, this is, I'm talking about the woman I'm going to marry. I want to make sure I go after it. I think that's valid as well. I think the most valid concern with Logan to me
0: is that he's looks like he's trying to look like Matthew Perry. He does
1: look like Matthew Perry. My biggest concern (laughs) with him was that the fact of, um, I forgot who brought it up, but someone brought up the point and they said, were you just trying to like play the game to stay on? And I was like, that's the only, in my opinion, valid comment about his situation where it's like, other than that, it's like the guy wanted, thought he got picked by one. He was a little like, I think I'm into her. I'm thinking. And then he realized halfway through, I'm not, I'm into Gabby goes for Gabby. He, you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, it's like, he went for it. He was true to his heart, blah, blah blah. Where the like, the problem comes up is like that he didn't tell Rachel he took Rachel's rose. Like that is the dilemma there. That is the like, ooh, it's hard to debate that. Um, but I just don't like that they were like, we could have stayed on if you wouldn't have done that. It was like that's a weird move. Like no, you're not I'm- mad that like he pulled a weird move. You're mad that he might be took her. You're spot. You're focusing
0: on the rules. You're not really focusing on the like that. You never the stood a chance to begin with of
1: the situation.
0: Now, what did you think about the whole situation with Nate? What do you mean? Well, like, okay. So what's what I thought was funny was Jesse's like building Nate up this whole time. And he's like, yeah, you had a really good connection. Right. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Like he was just finished crying. And, he's like, and then he
1: slammed. So him. now the
0: rumors, he's like, so and so, so now that we
1: kind of built up your niceness. Um, you were uh lying to these women about your child and you were cheating on them so yeah. talk about that and he's like <laughs> yeah. he's just like oh. and he's like
0: yeah basically like i'm not the man t- like today i'm not the man that i was and that was enough for then like what the fuck is his name to step in and just be like a truly great man yeah and he says that and then right after he says that jesse's like couldn't have said it better And it's just like, and we're done roasting Nate, and now, like, we're moving on. And it was sort of like, bro, that was the weirdest, like... Yeah, because it's funny. He was dating two women. Oh, my gosh. That was, like, Jesse... The moment the opening happened, Jesse's like, and we're... Nate's a great guy, and conversation over. Nate, get out of the hot seat. Which brings me to the... Contractual obligation to question Nate's rumors.
1: Done. Nate goes, hey, listen. Like, you're right. I messed that up. And then when he gets called out for dating two women, he goes, you're right. I shouldn't have done that. And I'm not that same person anymore. Like he owned any mistakes he made. Jesse though was definitely the one that was like, where are you, Jesse? Like you're, you're in sales mode. You're like a salesman right now. You're selling products. You're trying to be like, I don't, yeah, it was very strange jesse
0: was just really focused on his virgin mobile moment and he really didn't want a uh, not mobile virgin cruises moment yes and he just really didn't want any negative attitude lingering for his for for his next he wanted it to all be positive he just wanted a party but i just i think like look i do think nate handled it well i just i mean what are you gonna say like what are you well, i just felt like he, what else can you say well, i like that he
1: owned it i think That's my thing with Jacob too, is like when you just own your mistakes all the way and you don't try to go like, well, you screwed me or you just go, yeah, it's embarrassing. I shouldn't have done that. I messed up.
0: I'm like, dude, that's the only way to handle a mistake. You can't. I think it would have been, to me, it it would have been totally fine if there wasn't, if that guy hadn't interceded like Nate didn't need any help. It just like it came off so douchebag broy to me at the end. The moment that he talked about like a mark of real greatness is like raising other men up. Or like some shit like that. And yeah. then Jesse was like football Jesse was like all over that yeah. shit. And I was like, dude, this feels very locker room vibes to me. <clears throat> it was. And I was just like, this is weird. Jesse was on one, dude. I just thought it was weird as the host of the show to just be like I don't know. Well, it, it was just a vibe and I was yeah, just not- I agree.
1: I feel like Jesse, to be honest with you, I'm very hit or miss with Jesse. Some parts I like Jesse and then some parts I feel like he's vying to maybe get on another show or to like build his star versus like just being like almost like, I feel like if you want to be a good host, you almost got to be like a journalist. Impartial, but also like going for it. And I feel like Jesse gets more interested in his like character. And we just is, like, and that's hilarious. This or is my thing. He does a lot of like, oh, oh are we? Unfortunately, it's a lot of like, okay, can we Unfortunately, chill?
0: Chris Harrison had to be such a douchebag because he was a very good host for the show. Right. Uh, and then the girls came out kind of uneventful.
1: No, no, like real craziness. Just like, you know, the Logan comment was talking to Rachel and kind of being like, hey, I'm really sorry. I didn't find that time to like talk to you. Um... Nothing ever really crazy came from that. Um, Then there was the uh, like movie, another commercial for the movie
0: had the actors come out. I missed that. Wait, what? I honestly must have missed that. I was was the whole end. I was. I think I was like making food in the kitchen or something. I was like cleaning up from a snack or something. Becca didn't. There was a moment where I went to do something and Becca didn't pause the show. Oh. It was like the whole last 20 minutes. <laughs> so I missed meatball. <clears throat> I missed meatball pouring sauce oh, on himself. Okay.
1: So basically, um, so they had a couple of the actors come out. Do you know, who Billy Eichner is. Yeah. Is Billy on the street.
0: Yeah. Uh, awesome. I like Billy on the street. Love
1: Billy on the street. So he was out there being funny. It was all good. You know, but it was, it was a little bit one of those awkward situations though, where like they're there to promote a movie on a show that is not known for promoting movies. The show was promoting a movie, which was like a little forced. So everyone's kind of like... So it was a mixture of like... Wait,
0: wait, wait. So you're... I just... What I missed was that, again, just going back to the beginning, we didn't have time to watch the rose ceremony, but we had time to promote Virgin Cruises and Billy Eichner's new movie.
1: You know, for me, it was like first of all amazing that they're doing a full-blown major motion picture that is like all gay cast so it was like the first one ever done and i think that was really really cool and like has nothing to do with like the beauty of like what's happening but like the whole episode was like one big commercial for a bunch of other stuff that has nothing to do
0: with the show billy eichner helped write the screenplay yeah, so it's called Bros, and Stoller and Judd Apatow are producing the film.
1: Yeah, it looked really funny. Okay. Um, but you I know like this, but you know it's like, it was just another kind of like slightly forced situation, and Billy Eichner was funny; he made the most of it. But I don't know, it was just like. You know, they're pushing a movie in the middle of an episode. It's I It's mean,
0: odd. It's just adding... It's commercial.
1: Like, it's not a Tonight Show where they come on and, like, the literal show is designed to promote your thing. It was like, you're in the middle they're of the thing. And they're, they're selling so much
0: stuff. That's my issue with the, ba- the Bachelor is so goddamn cheap. ABC is what's really cheap. Yeah. You know, like, ABC is who's making these decisions ultimately. And they're just using every opportunity to just, like sell stuff because i bet that the i you know i bet that the women tell all and the men tell all um i feel like those are
1: fire episodes normally
0: yeah so i feel like they have higher rating so they're probably charging a shitload of money for commercials and stuff yeah to happen
1: during the show but i will say it must have been like you
0: have like high engagement you know everyone's watching it maybe they just
1: knew that we weren't going to get much drama maybe they like found out hayden wasn't going to be there and stuff and chris remember chris wasn't gonna be there the guy who was like so it's like they probably knew the two the two biggest you know enemies on the show weren't going to be there so they're like okay well we can just use this to sell a bunch of stuff Uh, but basically what happened was um billy eichner and then they talked about um meatball they were doing this game called do's and don'ts of dating or do's and don'ts on a date and so at one point in time they show the the video of meatball like dousing himself and they were like is this a do or a don't and then the guys were like actually i liked it and then billy eichner brought out like a massive pot and then he threw it on himself. So it was like a moment. And then B- Meatball took it ballhead took it really far. He tackled Billy Eichner while covered in meat sauce, ruining Billy Eichner's like probably designer clothing. I was like, you don't what is he? I mean he might be wearing like high end stuff. And you just ruined all his clothes. That's the first thing I thought. I don't know what that means, but first thing I thought. <clears throat> it was what It was, was just, the
0: reaction to him tackling. Everyone Billy was laughing. You
1: know, it was like Jesse was very uncomfortable the whole time. He definitely was like, I don't like the meatballs, you know.
0: I can agree with Jesse behind this. Okay. This is all, all right. a mystery to me. I would say my reaction to this man pouring meat sauce on himself in front of a live audience, I would just, it Very would make slapstick. me sad. It would make me sad more than anything. You'd probably see me just like in the audience, just like shedding a single tear for meathead, ballhead. Because, again, no one remembers the name that this person's mother gave him. He's just literally took his chance to be deemed Ballhead forever. (laughs) And, like, (laughs) you're the guy who's known for coming on the Bachelor franchise and just pouring meat sauce all over yourself. He's a character actor. Not not everybody
1: can be leading man. No, the
0: thing is, though, is, like, he's not an actor. Did he make it? Did he touch sand? Let me ask that. Uh, um, does I, Ballhead touch sand? I don't remember if Ballhead touches sand, but Jacob and and
1: Logan. Big we know time. Jay, we
0: know that Logan touched sand. Yeah. that
1: and Jacob, like, they look like they're well, both they have say a that really.
0: Logan's a hot commodity, yep. and then there's the clip of the night vision of the girl farting with Logan in bed. Yes, so funny so to me. Funny. Who are they burning with that? They're really burning some poor girl who just farted in her they sleep. They definitely are
1: not holding. They're not pulling any punches these days no they're going for it all the way they're like if you're on the show you're gonna get cooked,
0: dude it's it reminds me of like road rules versus
1: you know real yeah, world old MTV stuff yeah well I mean we're coming down to the finish line here bro we are should we make a prediction right now who wins both sides or does someone win or do they not win or does someone walk off or does the whole thing fall apart
0: did any of the girls look engaged to you? Like glowing, engaged? Yeah. They look in love. I don't know. I didn't get a read. Gabby looked in really high spirits. She, yeah, she seemed happy. I think Gabby has some real prospects on her side.
1: I think Gabby ends up with Eric. Gabby And I think Rachel ends up with...
0: I'm going to say Tino. Mm. i mean look this reminds me it reminds me a little bit shit i just pulled that off the wall it reminds me a little bit of um who are those idiots um <laughs> who were those hannah, idiots? when hannah brown tort chose the dog the dog food jingle guy here move your mic for me when hannah when hannah t- chose the dog food jingle guy oh yeah and she was like trying to convince her parents without saying as much. that She's like, we're going to become like Instagram famous mommy and daddy. And like his music career is going to take off because I'm going to be the bachelorette. Oh, him. And yeah. He yeah, has yeah. a future when really he's like, yeah, I've sold one song and I wrote like a dog food <laughs> tune for a shitty commercial. No one's seen. And, and then his whole family, when she's meeting his whole family, they're like, he's an idiot you shouldn't be anywhere near him (laughs) like his whole family threw him under the bus and was like yeah this dude had like a full-blown like stable girlfriend that he threw to the side of the road for this show to go on this show and now you're coming home after like spending four hours with him and you're telling us you guys are going to get married his whole family was telling her that and then she chose him despite everything so what's your guess well, my guess is you're probably right. I think that there's a lot of strength in everyone telling you that this person's the wrong decision. And then you're like, I'll prove all of you wrong. Because mm. um, everyone else looks too easy. Look at Aven; Avon's so stable. Stable, Avon's kind. Avon's so sweet, handsome, and he's going to take... He's like, you know, there's nothing... There's nothing there's no, wrong. There's no danger. There's no there, red There's no at risk. All. I think she wants yeah. to reform someone. I like a little danger. I'd be lying if I said I didn't. I mean, look at it's not like, you know. Dating Becca is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. She started.
1: <laughs> so you're like I just spit all over myself. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I think so you you're agreeing with me. Yeah, I think Tino's a good call. Tino and and uh, uh...
0: I really want to go with the quiet guy who's... Um, I can't remember his name. Maybe that's the reason I shouldn't go with him over Eric. But I just really like the... the He just seems like such a stable pillar for Gabby.
1: We're not talking about what you, what you want. We're talking about what you think.
0: <laughs> well, I want to say what I want. And I want him to be the guy <laughs> who wins. I want him to win. Well, uh
1: we'll see i mean we're a couple weeks out it's and true we'll see or or it might be one of those things where like something falls apart and someone goes actually i'm not ready and then boom the whole thing falls apart which That's we true you know, too can very much happen in this situation so
0: which i it's also think for anyone in this show is bullet dodged oh interesting i do think i mean like look well, the track gonna find record out, would like, say so you gonna, like, the track record would agree with you it's definitely easier to come off this show not being engaged well look what it did it gave them another show totally just keep it going. Exactly. They're coming back again. For the produ- I mean there's no loss. For the we just love we love their story more. That's true. We get more invested in it. Well, we love you guys. As always. Have an amazing
1: weekend. Enjoy it in whatever way you enjoy it.
0: Maybe you'll play golf, maybe you'll go to Disneyland. Mm.
1: Take a deep breath. Be here now. Don't stress, relax, be present, don't don't go scrolling, don't let the pressures of the world consume you. Take control of your mindset, take control of your peace. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) He's just going. (sighs) Bye, Chatsun.